God is coming to get y'all. <laughs> He's going to be knocking on your heart. If you haven't started already, have an ear to hear what the word of God says. Amen. Y'all learning new songs, talking about God, singing about God. Listen to the words. Praise the Lord. They're telling a story. They're saying something that we need to know. And the men which journeyed with him, amen, with speeches, and number eight, and Saul arose from the earth, and when his eyes were open, he saw no man. But they led him by the hand and brought him into Damascus. Verse 9, and he was three days without sight, and neither did eat nor drink. Now, God got to knock us off the beast sometimes for us to hear what the Lord is saying to us. We hear different people talking about, I know I got this gift, but I'm holding back on it. I'm ready to do whatever the Lord say do. To make to get you ready. got to make you blind. He got to hit you with a truck, you know, for you to stop and listen. You got to end up in the hospital for whatever reason, you know. We have to be concerned about tomorrow. Praise the Lord. We have to seek salvation today. And we're seeking full salvation. Because salvation by itself, I just read 10 and 9, won't get you into heaven alone. We all need the Holy Ghost. We all need the whole armor of God. Why do you think he had these tools for us? To use. Amen. Word. We got to know what we're talking about. We can't back down on the devil when he huff and puff. Glory to God. Who has all power? Glory to God. And we thank God for that. We know in whom we serve. And if you're not serving God, who are you serving? Praise the Lord. I don't want to serve the devil. Praise the Lord. Now, Matthew 9 and 16 and 17, it's, in my words, it's talking about uh, a new cloth. Let's use for an example, you uh, have your favorite outfit in your closet, and you're going to wear your favorite. You only wore it once. So you're going to wear your favorite outfit, and you wear it, and for whatever reason, you, have, you got a hole in it. You're not sure how you got this hole in your favorite outfit. So would you take an old piece of material to, fit, to close up the hole, to cover up the hole, to sew the hole? No, you would not take an old piece of material because here in the Word said, no man putteth a piece of new cloth unto an old garment or put an old piece of cloth on a new garment. For that which is put in to fill it, taketh from the garment, and rent is made worse. The hole is made worse, you're on an old piece of material. It's the same thing like with, um, let's use, let's use um, the new wine. And the old bottle, you don't put new wine in an old bottle because the bottles will break and the wine will run out and the bottles will perish. Glory to God. 
but the put the new wine in new bottles and both are burned. You clean this temple. You, you do everything that you know to do as far as your um, habits that you have. And see, you're seeking the Holy Ghost, right? So it's gonna take everything you know to do to clean up your life. Because the Holy Ghost is not coming into a dirty temple. He is not, and it is a he. He is a he. He is not coming into a dirty temple. You have to do all you know to clean up your body, your mind, your thinking, your beliefs. You have to do this. And then he'll come in, once you sanctify yourself and all you know, he'll come in and sanctify you holy. Glory to God. And that's giving you that quickening power. But you can't get comfortable there now. You might got a little shout going on and all that, but that ain't going to get you in heaven. You understand what I'm saying? You're going to have to do more. Praise the Lord. Some people just get comfortable. They get relaxed. But that ain't what's happening. Right? That ain't what's happening. Glory to God. You got to roll up your sleeves, so to speak, and give that devil a black eye. You come to church, you clap your hands, you stomp your feet, you sing loudly. Glory to God. That's how the Spirit works on the inside of you. I know, because I'm normally quiet, you know, but when I come to church, I open up my mouth. That's the only way I'm going to get blessed. You know, the, uh, our elder um, Riley came forth with the message. And he said, well, yet last Sunday, I believe. And he said, praise, that's when he was talking about praise and praise and power. Mm. Pray, it was something like praise and deliverance. You know where I'm coming from, right? Praise the Lord. And when you come in the house of God and you praise God, you're going to get what you want. Because everything you want and need comes in on a praise. That's why we say open your mouth. Do something. Clap your hands. Stand up. You got the activity of your limbs? Use them. Amen. You got a voice? Use it. God can take it the day or tomorrow. Nothing's promised to us. Praise the Lord. So we have to do all we can to get all we can from God. And I, I thank God for the putting the clean vessel and putting um, waiting on the Holy Ghost to fill me. That happened to me. I had to sanctify myself of everything that I knew that was not of God. And then the mothers of the church, the pastor was telling me the things that I needed to do to get out of my life in order that I can be presentable for uh, the Holy Ghost to come in. And, and that's what happened. And the hardest thing for me to get rid of was smoking cigarettes. Yeah, I smoke cigarettes, two, one, three packs of cigarettes a day. Praise the Lord. But when I got, when I smoked three cigarettes in a row, 
and it did not satisfy that on the inside, that void that God has in us all, when it did not satisfy, that's when I gave up. God, I don't know what to do. You know, I can't do this. So that's when he came in, glory to God, and let me know he was God show enough. Glory to God, he took the very desire of a cigarette from me. That was back in 1983. Have not had a desire of a cigarette. I said, God, before I pick up another cigarette, let it make me sick. Glory to God. Now I don't want to be around no cigarette, no smoke. I don't even want to look at it on TV. You smoking a cigarette, I don't particularly want to look at that show. Praise the Lord. But I, I bless God because he will do just what he said. Can you imagine saying, I got the Holy Ghost and you see me puffing on a cigarette? You see me drinking and sipping some wine? I mean, people are saying this, but haven't given up anything. Glory to God. You know, I'd rather do what it takes to take the narrow way, which the Bible says to take the narrow way, then to listen to somebody that says something that I can take the wide road and be among many of friends and family, taking the wide road, and they all going to the ditch. They all going in the lake of fire. If they don't get it right. They got to get it right. I'd rather be right, I tell you, I'd rather do whatever it takes to get it. I only got one chance. When I'm gone from here, that's it. You're not going to be there to help me. So I can't help what I look like to you, and I'm trying to get my praise on. Amen? Glory to God. Glory to God. The process of changing, causing something to change. Talking about conversion. Uh, in the biblical sense, conversion means a turning, a spiritual turning away from sin and repentance and to Christ in faith. You know, faith plays such, plays such a key role in our salvation. It starts off having faith that God had a son. Having faith that God exists first, and then that God has a son. And he sent his son here on earth, and he was birthed through Virgin Mary. Glory to God. And he died on the cross for our sins. I have to believe this. My faith is telling me, believe it. Because it's the word of God. And it's true. Praise the Lord. Jesus is truth. Glory to God. He died on the cross for my sins so that I can be saved. Glory to God. I have faith to believe that. I had to make myself, because you look at it as a natural story. Who going to come from where and do what? I don't think so. You know, but you got to believe because the Bible tells us so. 
And this is what we have to do. He came and he, he was crucified. I mean, it, just terrible things happened to him. On the cross, crucified, and then he gave up the ghost. They didn't kill him. They didn't bring no bone. He gave it up. It was that time. Glory to God. And they buried him in the tomb. But then the miraculous thing that happened, because all of us was going to die, but he rose. He, matter of fact, prophesied that he would. <laughs> Glory to God. You talking about the God I serve, the God we serve? Yeah, I want to serve that God. Not the devil, not the demons that's trying to work in my life, in my mind, telling me to do all sorts of things that's not right in the sight of God. I want to serve this God. He rose on the third day with all power in his hands. Glory to God. And that's coming out of Matthew. I want to read that one. Praise the Lord. Matthew 28, 18 through 20. And Jesus came and said to them, All authority. Can you imagine that? He has all authority. I mean, against the demons too, y'all. The de Satan. All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations. See, we not stay just for nothing. We got a work to do. Just like we have did the work, did the five steps of full salvation, we have to teach those that are coming along these same steps of salvation. Now it takes prayer, it takes fasting, it takes staying in the word, it takes staying in the services. Glory to God. It takes praising God. Every chance that you get. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, and teaching them to obey everything that I have commanded you. Glory to God. He gave us the Bible to live by. This is our road map. This is why we come to church to learn of him. Glory to God. We thank God for these youth presidents. I do, I do, I do. You have a great work to do, and you're doing a great job to see so many youth in the midst. Praise the Lord. They may be in a home that don't get this. Don't get this training. Don't get this information. Don't know how to act right because <laughs> they come from a house that's not acting right. Praise the Lord. Now they can take it back home. Glory to God. God is working in their hearts. You don't know where they are right now in Christ. I mean, some of these children have been in the church for a while now. So something's going on. I believe that. They're not just in the midst to be in the midst. Glory to God. And I, I thank God for that. And teaching them to obey everything that I have commanded you. Teach, teach, teach. Jesus Christ is the master teacher. 
I don't know how many know that. Praise the Lord. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. This is what we have to have faith to believe this in order to continue to receive full salvation. This is the foundation of SOS. What's SOS? Thank you very much. The core belief of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Uh, see me after service. I have something for you because you gave the correct answer. You didn't hesitate to open your mouth and you spoke that I can hear you. How about that? Everyone has an opportunity now, so you gotta jump in, okay? Without this, how can you put on the whole armor of God? Now, we talking about the whole armor. I think I heard the whole armor today of God. You know, a picture sometimes says, it's like a thousand words, they say. This is saying, put it all together. And I'm sure you all may have seen this diagram before. Praise the Lord. It says, the sword of the spirit, your only weapon is the word of God, the scriptures of the Bible. This is how you fight. All the other pieces are armor, but the scriptures are the weapon, so you must know them. And I know you all are learning the scriptures, amen? The belt of truth. Having this belt means you have the moral courage to stand up for what is right and stand against what is wrong. No matter what, stand your ground. Stand up for Jesus. You. <laughs> Thank you very much. Now, is somebody listening? Amen. Oh my God, oh my. I'm telling you, it, it's nothing like a child to show you something. Amen. A child to show a grown-up something. Amen. Glory to God. I guess all y'all get something after service. <laughs> yeah, you can have to. But you did initiate the standing up. Bless the Lord. The boots of the gospel. The shoes prepare you to face the enemy with firm-footed stability and a readiness that is only produced by the gospel. The helmet of salvation. Your salvation should always be at the forefront of your mind. Uh, it will keep your priorities in order. Your salvation. Glory to God. The breastplate of righteousness. You have an upright heart, normally morally erect, having the rightness of principles and conduct, being honest and just. You are seeking to do true, to do the true will of the Father. See how that body and that heart and that mind, all that got to be working in sync with God. If you don't have the Holy Ghost, you ain't gonna have much mind to do his will. Shield of faith is lifted up to protect you and to extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. You must have your shield of faith because this is what gets tested the most. 
the devil wants that faith. He want to break you down to nothing when you can't believe God for much of anything. That's what he want to do. But you got to give him the word of God. Amen. You got to stay fasted and pray it up. I'm going to put this up here. can see it later. I did have handouts, but I'm sorry my printer wouldn't agree. It messed up on me. So I don't have handouts for you all. But anyone that desires um, whatever pictures that I put up there, feel free. Praise the Lord. This means we must each come to God the same way. As a sinner who recognizes his sinfulness, realizes no human work can result in salvation, I don't care what you do. I don't care who you know. It's not going to give you salvation in Christ. The, the steps only relies, relies totally on Christ alone, by faith alone, for our salvation. That faith keeps talking. You got to have faith. How many have faith in God? I mean, show sure enough, show sure enough. You do? You want all the goodies, don't you? <laughs> Praise the Lord. Yes, we, we want all that God has for us. Now, sanctification, removing sinful thoughts and behaviors from our life because they are destructive to you. Your relationships and the fulfillment of his destiny for you. The devil wants to kill, steal, and destroy your reputation, your mind, your body, your family, whatever you touch, whatever is a part of you, he wants to mess it up. But through prayer, with faith, God is able to do all things. Amen. God is not only perfect holiness, whose holy character we can never attain to on our own or by our works of righteousness, but he is also perfect love and full of grace and mercy. Because of his love and grace, he has not left us without hope and a solution. Perfect love. You get the, the I mean, the whole armor of God, I mean, that love is just going to saturate you. I mean, it's nothing like it. I experienced it. You know, I'm saying to myself, everything looked brand new. I'm serious. Anybody can witness to that. When you receive the Holy Ghost, everything was new. You look at, there was no enemy, you know? That comes over time. <laughs> See, the devil will get you over time, you know, praise the Lord. But, what, I mean, we serve a holy God, a holy righteous. He made the universe. What more can I say? This great person, this great person we serve is going to endow us with his spirit of the Holy Ghost, but we got to earn it. It don't just come on a whim, and it don't just come by saying so. You got to do some work. Praise the Lord. 
And being holy is dedicated or consecrated to God or religious purpose, sacred, the Holy Bible, and a similar word is consecrated, amen. Baptized, it is an act of obedience symbolizing the believer's faith in a crucified, buried, and risen Savior. When we go down in baptism, we are totally emerged under the water. That's our death burial, and then we rise up, praise it, in newness of life. The believer's death to sin, the burial of the old life, and the resurrection to walk in newness of life in Christ Jesus. It is a testimony to the believer's faith in the final resurrection of the dead. And I just need to reiterate here, even with the with the uh, conversion and the baptism and what you go to uh, be saved, you have to keep it up, keep it up, keep it up. When I was seeking for, the, for full salvation, there was others around my age that were also seeking, and since they were seeking much longer even before I got into the church and I, my pastor at that time, I said, does it take this long? Because they were seeking for so long. He said, no, it's up to you. When you do the work, glory to God, he will come in. And it was not long after that. Harry showed enough buckle down when I heard that. Glory to God. And he came in. Everybody knew it. Everybody knew it because I'm normally quiet. <laughs> Glory to God. I tell you, just bless me. Bless me when you think about it. We should have an experience in our conversion. I smoked three cigarettes a day. He took them away. He took the desire away. He let me know. Glory to God. Mm, 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 mm. He let me know he was real. Conversion, sanctification, glory to God. He let me know there was an experience with sanctification, glory to God. The quickening power, but you can't get carried away with that. And then it goes on to being filled with the Holy Ghost. That's an experience. We all, all that has the Holy Ghost, have you had such an experience? Anyone? Raise your hand. You have to have had an experience. You're talking about a holy God, and you're going to be saved and filled just like that? Uh, I don't think so. I know not so. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. We have to give up everything. We have to be as a child. How the children, they must obey their parents and those, parents and those that have rule over them. They must obey. Or there are going to be consequences. Glory to God. So, I know as an adult, I had to give up those cigarettes. I had to give up filthy thinking. Stinking thinking, as some may call it. I had to give up 
whatever I was into, whatever one is into, you got to give it up. This is not of God. And let those people that really know the way let you know some things you may not know as far as giving up, you know, because you want to make it in. This is no game. We, we are serious business. This is warfare. Glory to God. We got to fight the enemy with the word of God and the truth. Glory to God. We got to fight the good fight of faith. Cursing and lying. Cut it out. It, it's not going to be in the kingdom. So get rid of it now. There may be something that you just can't stop. And then you ask the Lord for help. That's what I had to do with those cigarettes. That was the last thing. I could not stop. I tried hypnosis. It didn't work. As soon as I thought long enough, I went back to smoke. It didn't work. Praise the Lord. Now these e-cigarettes is going around. They killing. The cigarette might have took a little longer, but them e-cigarettes are putting people in the grave right away. So if you're doing it, stop it. Praise the Lord. And once that is done, he will sanctify you holy. Praise the Lord. We must be willing to forsake all. We can't have no slacking. You, you need to have a, if you don't have a prayer partner, if you don't have somebody to, to keep you accountable for your fasting and staying in the word and staying in the services. Everyone needs somebody, <coughs> somebody accountable. Because <coughs> you can't live this life on your own. Yes, thank you. <coughs> you can't live this life <coughs> by yourself. God talks about unity. We are all in the family, all in the body of Christ. Glory to God. And then being filled with the Holy Ghost. Pentecost, thank you so much. Mm. Pentecost is a Christian holy day that celebrates the coming of the Holy Ghost 40 days after Easter. It's considered the birthday of the Christian church and celebrate it as such Pentecost, celebrate it as such. Pentecost is a Jewish holiday held 50 days after Passover. Pentecostalism is a form of Christianity, the anointed one. If you're a Christian, you ought to be anointed. You're not anointed? Are you a Christian? Praise the Lord. That emphasizes the work of the Holy Ghost and the direct experience of the presence of God by the believer. Believes that faith, there that word again, must be powerfully experiential and not something found merely through ritual or thinking. It's energetic and dynamic. It's lively, it's active, it's forceful. When I speak glory to God, when I speak the word, I'm forceful about it. I use my authority. I command 
command the enemy to sit down and shut up in the name of Jesus. I put the blood on him in Jesus' name. You can't play with him. You got to let him know who you are. I'm a child of God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Now, the last scriptures for the day. And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. They all had one mind. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven, as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled all the house where they were sitting. That's how it came. It was like a Lord, a rushing, mighty wind. It's an experience now. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as a fire, and it sat upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. You don't see the Holy Ghost in the Bible too often. But when you see it, believe it. It's the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. And there were dwelling at Jerusalem Jews, devout men, out of every nation under heaven. Now when this was noised abroad, the multitude came together and were confounded because that every man heard them speak in his own tongue. And they were all amazed and marveled, saying one to another, Behold, are not all these which speak Galileans? And how hear we every man in our own tongue, wherein we were born? Parathians and Medes and Elamites, and the dwellers in Mesopotamia, and in Judea, Judea, and Cappadocia, Pontus, and Asia. Praise the Lord. Phrygia and Pamphylia in Egypt and in parts of Libya about Syrian and strangers of Rome, Jews and proselytes. Praise the Lord. Create and Arabians, Cretes, I'm sorry, and Arabians. We do hear them speak in our tongues with wonderful works of God. Now, nobody can do that but God. Verse 14. But Peter, standing up with the eleven, lifted up his voice and said unto them, Ye men of Judea and all ye that dwell at Jerusalem, be this known unto you and hearken to my word. Listen. For these are not drunken, as ye suppose. You might think so when you see people carry on like we do. Praise the Lord. Some might say, we drunk. Sin is but the third hour of the day. Too early in the day to be drinking. But this is that which was spoken by the prophet Joel. And it shall come to pass in the last days, saith the Lord. Save God. I will pour out of my spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, 
and your young men shall see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams, and on my servants and on my handmaidens I will pour out in those days of my spirit, and they shall prophesy. I will show wonders in heaven above and signs in the earth beneath, blood and fire and vapor of smoke. The sun shall be turned into darkness and the moon into blood before that great and noble day of the Lord come. Jesus Christ is coming back. Just like he said he would. And it shall come to pass that whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Praise the Lord. Last two scriptures, verse 30 of the second chapter. <clears throat> Therefore, being a prophet and knowing that God has sworn with an oath to him that of the fruit of his loins, according to the flesh, he would raise up Christ to sit on his throne. He seeing that he seeing this before spake of the resurrection of Christ, that his soul was not left in hell, neither his flesh did see corruption. This Jesus have God raised up, whereof we all are witnesses. Now God had the power to do that. That was his son. He has all power. God has all power. When he was um, buried and he rose on the third day by the power of God. Therefore, being by the right hand of God exalted and having received of the Father the one promise of the Holy Ghost, there you go again, he has said for this which ye now see and hear. And the last verse starts at 38. I have another um, picture here. I have this picture. This says, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish the flaming arrows of the evil one. I have um, the number of clips on this one sheet. I'll leave it up there. And how to know that you are dying spiritually? First got to be saved, you die spiritually. But it says, you have left your first love. You are fooling yourself. The church services bore you by failing to do what you know you should do. You have no interest in saving souls. Frequent absences at the worship services. Worldly things attract you more than spiritual things. No participation in the work of the church. And then there's a few more clips on here. Praise the Lord. Uh, verse 38. Then Peter said unto them, Repent. And be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sin. We have to repent. We have to turn. We have to stop doing those things that, we are, that are sinful. And you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. You do. Repent. Be baptized. Everyone. 
in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and ye shall receive the gift, say that word again, Holy Ghost. For the promise is unto you and to your children and to all that are afar off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. Now, I'm sure we all want our children to be uh, saved, amen? So we got to show that example. And with many other words did he testify and exhort, saying, Save yourselves from this untoward generation. And the last verse, Then they that gladly received his word were baptized, and the same day there were added unto them about 3,000 souls. See, that's how you get souls saved. Hmm. Tell me, it takes the work. It's a fight. I have one more. God's plan of salvation. Here's the problem. Separation from God. That one up there, separated from God. That top clip. The Bible says, here's the solution. God's solution. Sinful man and the holy God, Jesus Christ in the middle, which is our bridge to salvation. Full salvation now. I'm talking about full salvation. Praise the Lord. Not part. Glory to God. Um, I've been blessed to, uh, for my 70th birthday, uh, my daughter's given me a, a trip, um, a cruise, a cruise trip. And on, on this, uh, it's so much that needs to be done. You know, I got to make sure my passport is in order. Uh, I got to make sure paperwork is in order. I got to make sure those connecting flights to get where I'm going, everything is in order. But I don't want to be left behind. I don't want to get to the to the crew, get to the crew, because there's so many steps to get to the ship. I don't want to get there and they waving bye-bye to those on the shore. And I'm on the shore. I want to be ready. I'm working to be ready. I'm working to be on that ship on time. Before time, if I got anything to do with it. But when you're going with a group, you got to, you know, <laughs> pray they on time. Glory to God. So I, I thank the Lord for that. But it just tells me how I need to be ready. And when I get on one of them planes to take me from here to there, that pilot is not going to ask that stewardess or flight attendant, is Harry Raleigh on board yet? I don't think so. But I would be left. Praise the Lord. We want to be ready. Glory to God. Do those things. Use those steps to be ready to go back with him when he comes because he's coming. I can't stress it enough. And I thank God for the children. Give yourselves a hand. Amen. Amen. And that is in conclusion. I thank you for your attention.
Amen, amen. Let's give our evangelist rally a hand, amen. Thank God for SOS. What does it mean? Say it again. <laughs> oh. Amen. Steps of salvation. Amen. Same thing. We thank God because God is good. We're not trying to hold you all long, but the thought that came to mind, you know, um, that was preached in here before, um, if you can give it up, you can have it all. Amen. We thank God. So if you can give your life to Christ, you can have it all. We thank God because God is so good. He gave his son that he would have a, we would have a right to have it all. Amen. We thank God for that on today. We thank God for the steps of salvation. So now, you know, you got it in your hearing, and now we're going to see what God is going to do in your life when you're ready for God to do something for you in your life. Amen. Amen. We thank God, but you need to get ready. Amen. You need to get ready now. Amen. We thank God because God is soon to come. I thank God because we just lost one of our, one of my Students on my job, I didn't work with him, but I knew him. He died December the 27th, right after Christmas Day. You know, two days, one day after Christmas, two days after Christmas. We thank God because he didn't see the new year come in. He left his friends. We left school on the 20th, so he never made it back to school. Amen. We thank God that we are still here, and we give God the praise because God loves us just that much. And we do thank God because God spared our life to come together one more time. And we're going to not continue to hold you up. We're going to ask our sister Crystal to come forth and our praise dancers that dance to come forth and our sister Evangelist Riley to come forth. Amen. Bless God. Amen. We thank God for all the participants today. And we thank God that we are um, we just here and we thank you evangelist riley to uh, actually how you presented and you teach uh, you taught us the full salvation and we just thank each and every one of you and i'm going to present this to you this is on behalf of the youth department oh and for you ladies for doing such a wonderful job in the praise dance today we want to present each and every one of each and of you, of you, a little token from the youth department. Thank you. We want to first thank the parents. Thank you all for staying. Thank you all for um, just being here today and uh, making sure your children were here. Thank God for um, Pastor Dixon and to our bishop, our Pastor Walker and Lady Walker, and to, I don't want to start calling names, and to our evangelist Scott, because I forgot her the first time, and to our elder, I don't want to get it mixed up. Amen. For you being with us all day today. We thank God for being so good. And most of all, we thank God for the young people. Now, Evangelist Lucky, everybody, Minister Brown, Evangelist Brown, everybody. We just give God praise today. And we're getting ready to let you all go. We're going to first turn it into the hands of our pastor. He can introduce our bishop. Amen. And thank you, Pastor. Amen. God bless you. Bishop, we thank God for everything that the young people have done. Keep being encouraged, uh, the sky's the limit. You can be whatever you wanna be if you put the work and effort in. If God is for you, who can be against you? 
Amen. This time we're going to ask everyone to stand and receive our Bishop Brown at this time. Let's all say amen. 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 You may be seated. I have enjoyed myself, and I recognize that the time is far spent. And uh, for the youth, there were several topics or points that you could focus on. Uh, I'm not saying that, you know, considering your age, that you're going to remember all of them at one time, but pick something and focus on that. See if you can work on that one, and then continue to add to the process. All of them are important, but sometimes, you know, we can overload when we try and do too many things at one time. So just let the Spirit lead you, and I'm sure you'll have the success that God has intended for your life. And again, I thank everyone for being out on this evening. It's a much larger crowd than we've had in some times in the past, but thank God for the new year, and thank God for all of you. Praise the Lord. <laughs> 